ain't never been a text back down from none. Got scars I can show them, so much pain I've been holding in. I ain't never been afraid to say how I feel. Wear my heart on my sleeve, you know I keep it real, yeah. I ain't never been afraid to do the right thing. Put that on everything, got some queens that look up to me. Please believe in me, like I believe in you. Try deceiving me, but I can see right through. Listen to your heart, and you can see the truth. Don't let anyone ever try to tell you you ain't beautiful. Intelligent, you have a sin. Every day becoming better than you ever been. I ain't never been the type to run with a crowd. Follow when they must die. Want my mom to be proud, yeah. I ain't never been afraid to take a risk and roll the dice. If I lose it once, I can make it back twice. I want you to let go of your insecurity and fears. Believe in yourself. It's cool to shed some tears. I ain't never been the type to run when it's hard. Go hard for my dog. Don't get left in the mud. No, I ain't never been the type to back down from none. Got scars I can show them. So much pain I've been holding in. I ain't never been afraid to say how I feel. Wear my heart on my sleeve. You know I keep it real, yeah. I ain't never been been afraid to do the right thing put that on everything got some queens that look up to me it ain't another me i'm one of a kind and they got love for me can't block my shine gotta run it up yeah gotta run it up know it made a man when they see me coming up got it all on my own never switch for the fame been the same all along i ain't never gonna change if i don't love myself can't have no Good afternoon. Hello, everybody that is in the room. Today's topic is toxic relationships. I know I was supposed to come to you guys this morning, but baby, when I tell you I had a long night, we was up to like seven, six, seven o'clock in the morning just talking. Um, I was trying to defuse the station head fuel, but that shit, then that shit went from one show to my show, and we don't, it was just a lot going on last night. I, I always say, I've always said on station head, it goes down in the PM, okay? When the night file hit, shit get real on this goddamn, on this goddamn app. But anyway, uh, good afternoon to everybody that is here. I woke up late as hell. I just got out of the shower. I still got motherfucking uh, um, Nazima on my face from trying to refresh. I done took the lashes off. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm fresh out the shower type shit. So, um, good afternoon to everybody that's here. So, today, I'm not going to hold y'all long. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about toxic relationship, and then we're going to end with an independent artist on, as usual. We're going to have a positive segment in the show. Um, I do want to start off saying R.I.P. to Nipsey Hussle. I didn't really, you know, I knew his, I knew, I knew, I was familiar with his movement. I was familiar with him, of him. Like, I, only song I ever really listened to, and I'm not even going to lie, because I'm not trying to, I don't, I'm not one of them type of people that when you die, I'm just, I just become a fan. No. If I wasn't a fan before, I'm not a fan when you die. You know what I'm saying? I respect you, respect your music, your hustle, but 
One of my favorite songs from Drake is called Killer. And Nipsey, Nipsey Hussle is on Killer. It's the first time I ever heard of Nipsey, Nipsey Hussle. And I was like, okay. He got like a different flow. But, you know, I never really listened to um, Nipsey Hussle like that. So, R.I.P. to him. You know, may his legacy live on. May his movement move on. I just want to say that off starting off. So, today we're going to talk about toxic relationships. I've been in a couple toxic relationships. Um... I've been in friendships that were toxic. I've been in, you know, companionships, what do you want to call it, that was toxic. I've been in family situations that were toxic. And it's just like, you know, sometimes, it's my granddaddy would always say, when a motherfucker take you wrong the first time, roll with it. Because once a misunderstanding is understood, it's kind of like no coming back from that. So with that being said, I'm more of, okay, we talking, we come to an agreement to disagree or have that go, and we move on. But if we can't do that, then guess what? It is what it is. I can't, I'm not about to stress myself. And so with these toxic relationships, I used to stress myself out. I used to be all like, oh, my gosh, you know, what if they don't like me? What if he don't love me? And all this and all this. And I would continue to stay in those toxic relationships because of, Things that were inside of me that was embedded in me. So one of the types of relationships that I feel like I had was when I was dating a guy and he would put hands on me. I was working at Wendy's at the time and he would, we, you know, at first everything, you know, started off cool, you know, whatever the case may be. He was, a, he wasn't really aggressive. I don't know what took a turn or what happened, but. Everything started off cool. We started kicking it, you know what I'm saying, for a couple months. And we started dating. Then I ended up giving me a place. I had already had a car. But I had ended up giving me a place, a new car. And I was working and I was going to school. And um, we ended up moving in together. And one day, well, I'm going to tell the whole story. I ain't going to tell half of the story. <laughs> and so um, one of these good old days. He was like, I was at the time I was attracted females, stuff like that. So he was like, um, he wanted to do like a threesome or whatever. So I'm like, okay, cool. I got this girl at my job. She always flirt with me. You know, she, she 18. She got a nice shape. You know what I'm saying? She, she fresh. You know what I'm saying? She don't really know too much. So he was like, all right. So we had been talking back and forth, but it wasn't no shit like that. So I just came out flat out and asked her ass like, shit, what's up? And she was like, she got mad and went to the job and tried to spread rumors about me and shit like that. And I just laughed at the shit because how you got down say you not like that when you knew from the jump what the fuck was going on. But anyway, so one day I was in there, I was in the living room doing my homework. He had went to sleep in the room. And I was in the living room doing my homework. And I fell asleep on my homework. But in the meantime, he fell asleep doing my homework. I was texting her too. And I ended up leaving my phone open, like, which I don't have nothing to hide. And uh, he seen the six messages. He woke me up, and it was a fucking brawl. I'm like, what? What the fuck is going on? What the fuck are you mad at? You the one who said you wanted to threesome shit. That was your idea. So he choked me out. When I passed out. We got down. You know what I'm saying? It was just a mess. I was calling, crying. Like it was just a mess. And so from that point, that was the first time of him ever putting his hands on me. He choked me out. Like, I literally passed out. He thought I was dead. He like, baby, don't die on me, please. I, like, he choked me out. I don't know what the fuck was going on, what made him do that. We usually would just argue, and then we would leave it at that. 
But that, and at that time, we had been together about a year. And I was like, this is the first time he ever put his hands on me. Like, I ain't never, you know what I'm saying, dealt with that type of thing before, you know? So, well, previous relationships, but it was I, I was always an aggressor, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't never like that, the dude was the aggressor. So, from that point on, him choking me out, we had, he always would like try to put his hands on me, put his hands on me, fight me, you know? He done fought me in front of his sisters before. Like, he done, you know, one day I was laying in the bed, and he was going out doing his thing. Like, you know, I don't know what he was doing. He wouldn't come home for weeks at a time, went answer the phone. I only talked to him a certain time of day. So he said he was out there getting money, but he wasn't bringing no money to the house. So I don't know what he was doing. So I started talking to some dudes from jail, and it was just a conversation just to keep me, you know what I'm saying? Because, okay, I go, to, I go to work, I go to school, do my work. You know what I mean? I'm bored. But then it came a time where somebody had stole my identity. So school was no longer a thing for me because I, school was no longer a thing for me because I, um, my mom let her boyfriend claim me. And that's another toxic relationship I got to get into. My mom let her, her boyfriend claim me, which, you know, push, which, uh, which pushed my Pell Grant back because when I went to go file my taxes, it was like, oh, you filed taxes. So I had to do a whole year investigation and all this. So it kind of cut my Pell Grant off. You know what I'm saying? When you, you know, you going to school using government funds, you got to have your taxes, you know, stuff like that. So that, so I ended up having to take off of school for that. So in the meantime, I was bored. So I was like, let me find some people on the chat line to talk to. Because I was talking to these guys. He was telling me he was in jail. He had like 30, what, 20 years, 10 years, 8 years. I wasn't going to see that man. I wasn't trying to go down there and see him. Another one had 10 years. So we would just be conversating, talking about life and just, you know what I'm saying, different things or whatever like that. It wasn't nothing too sexual and explicit. So he find out. One of these days, my brother, but he rest in peace. My brother came to the house like, sis, can you take me somewhere? So I ended up taking my brother somewhere. He rode with us. Now, the guy I was dating, he rode with us. Me it was me, him, my friend, my brother, and his friend. And they tried to go do some old trickery shit. And so he was like, let me see your phone. Let me see your phone. I'm like, and I had told my friend beforehand, I was like, look, girl, I got some shit in my phone. I don't want, I know he, I know how he is. And I, my ass, me, if I know it, like, I'm the type of person, I'm the type of person, unless you're, I don't delete shit out of my phone. Cause it's like, okay, you, 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 uh, ye seeking, ye shall find. If you find it, oh, well, I'm not hiding there, but shit, you ain't asked, so I ain't tell. And I ain't leaving it on my phone for what? Like, um, you find it, you find it. I'm not that type of person. Like, I, you can have my phone, here you go, go through it, shit, see what you can find. You know what I mean? And so I ain't, I didn't think, I, especially if I don't think it's harmful. I don't think it's harmful. I'm definitely not deleting it. So I ain't delete shit out of my phone. Niggas sending me dick pics and all kind of shit. And I'm just like, oh, okay, I'm not responding. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool, you know, because you not do that or whatever. I'm not responding to the dick pic. I'm just like avoiding the conversation about the dick pic. So when he got back in the car from me having my phone, he was like, oh, this what the fuck we doing? I was like, oh, Lord. So we dropped my brother off, dropped my friend. I was like, I'm finna get my ass beat. All right, no, I'm finna get my ass beat. So we get back to the house and we get into it. I'm like, look, it's not even like that. You be gone all the time. You just somebody to keep me company. Da, 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 da. Man, get back to the house. I'm getting ready to lay down because we don't argue. So I'm getting ready to lay down. And this nigga started punching me in my motherfucking head. This nigga started punching me in my goddamn head, and I'm just like, oh, my God, stop. Could you please stop doing it? I'm crying and shit. He's like, yeah, he was like angry. He was angry. You feel what I'm saying? And so I don't, and now I look back on it, I don't think that anger stemmed from me, but then again, it could have. And then from that point on, it was kind of like every now and then he would abuse me. And that was toxic. 
And I had to figure out a way to just leave him. So one day I was like, I'm going to my grandma's house, spend the weekend at my grandma's house. And I went out to my grandma's house and um he was like, What's so fun? What's what's wrong? You've been acting real distant with me. You know what I'm saying? You've been acting real funny with me. You've been acting real distant with me or whatever. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. I'm not look, I'm like, look, he like, what you pregnant or something? I'm like, no. And I was like, this ain't gonna work. He's like, what ain't gonna work? I like me and you. He was like, what? I'm like, we not, it's not going to work. I can't continue to do this. You don't want to get no job. You want to pay no bills, you know, and then on top of that, you want to put your hands on me. You want to fight me. We don't, you know, we don't do, you know, I was just like fed up with the bullshit. And then come to find out you've been talking to your ex and all this old crazy stuff. You've probably been cheating. Well, yeah, been cheating. And, um... He slapped the shit out of me. I mean, slapped me so hard, it sounded like a gun a gunshot went off. Ripped my necklace off my neck. Then he started crying. So then he done went home and told his family some bullshit, and they come at me and my. I'm like, damn. At the time, we don't. I don't have. We don't have Facebook at the time. So they come at me like, you know, angry at me. And then I'm like, at the time, you know, when you don't know yourself and you're still trying to figure life out in your 20s, you always think you have to explain stuff to people. You have to make yourself look a certain way. And I was just trying to be like, no, it didn't happen like that. You don't even know what happened. And I was all, I'm always the one to try to avoid the drama or any type of fighting because I don't like to do that type of stuff. Even though I talk shit, I talk my shit, I'm going to say what the fuck I got to say. If I got to fight, I will. But me going around starting to fight, bullying somebody, no, that's not, that's not what I do. And so... It was just so, like, heart-wrenching, heartbreaking. And that was a toxic relationship. And I want to tell anybody that's in a toxic relationship that you need to, you know, it's easier said than done. Remove yourself. I was in another toxic relationship where a guy wanted to put his hands on me, pull a gun out on me, click it on me, stuff like that, shoot me, whatever the case may be. That was a toxic relationship. When my mama had a toxic relationship, my mama would down me, beat me. You know, family members, toxic relationships. Any toxic relationship that you may have that you are in, pull away from it. Try to pull. I'm not going to tell you it's going to be an easy thing to pull away, but try to pull away. Like, being in a toxic relationship can can be detrimental to your mental, your emotional, you know, your physical. And I see a lot of women, a lot of people in toxic relationships, and they hold on to what they used to have. But hold on to how it used to be. That's why they continue to be in those relationships. And I'm here to tell you, like, holding on ain't always good. Sometimes it's good to let go and let God. Sometimes it's good to to free your mind and release and let it go. It's not always an easy thing. It's not always an easy task. But it can happen. It can happen. And I always like to get other people's intake of the situation. Like, after all that happened, now, a couple of my, like, a lot of my issues I'm cool with. But then it's like one or two that I'm not cool with and I probably won't ever be cool with. But um, after we, you know, after it was all said and done, and I was like, okay, well, let me understand why was you abusive. And they couldn't even explain to me why. You know what I'm saying? It was just like they felt like I was moving on because I was bettering myself. And anytime you're dealing with somebody or around somebody, they feel like because you're bettering yourself that you that you going to lead them or move on or whatever the case may be. That's, not, that's like a sign of jealousy, a sign of hate, and you need to get the fuck away from them goddamn people. And people can have toxic friendships. I had a toxic friendship. You know, I was a friend with this girl, and she always was trying to jump me for being dark and, you know, thick-boned. Uh, she would say little little stupid shit around people and try to embarrass me or try to fight me in front of folks or do little shit like that. And I remain her friend because I'm like, okay, well, 
you know, this may be just how she is. You know, we had a good time in the past. I was still holding on to what we used to have. And I wanted to be there for that person because she was there for me. But sometimes you got to let it go. And like another little TKO, let that shit go. Because, you know, anything toxic can ruin anything that can be. What I mean by that is, if you, say for instance, you're in a toxic relationship and you got this big-ass promotion and you just excited about the promotion, you come home, tell your partner, tell your friend or whatever, tell your mama, whoever, and the relationship between y'all is toxic, it's going to make you not be the best person you can be. Especially if you let that, that to- them toxins inside of your mental and your, and your emotional aspect of your life and, and inside of you, inside your soul, you're really not going to be good, no good for anybody else. So if you out there, if you're out there, excuse me, and you're in a toxic relationship and things are not, you know, things are not the way they're supposed to be or should be, or you trap this person, this person beating on you, this person spitting on you, this person is emotionally breaking you down, this person is verbally abusing you, this person is mentally abusing you, know, mental and verbal abuse is the worst. It's worse than the physical. You can heal from physical, but sometimes mentally and emotional abuse you cannot heal from. If you out there in that toxic relationship, find peace. It's easier said than done. I'm telling you, it's easier said than done. You have to find a peace within yourself. When you are tired, you are you. My, my, as my grandma say, you ain't tired yet. When you're tired, you're tired. And when you get to your fed up point, your breaking point, and you get tired, you're gonna, you're gonna want that peace. You're gonna find that peace. You're gonna, you're gonna survive mode is gonna kick in. Because what happens is. Over time, it's it's everybody in their life has somebody positive in their life that keeps them uplifted, that, that brings them, that keeps it. They may not know it, or they may not see it, but it's always somebody in your life that is positive that continues to keep you uplifted and continues to keep you, you know, um, on a positive vibe. And I know for me, I had a positive person in my life, like, girl, you don't need that. You better than that. Da, 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 da. But I wasn't listening to that because I was still trying to focus on making that person better. And you can't change nobody. You can't make nobody better for be be better or change them for the better. That shit don't work like that. You can't change nobody. You can't get blood out of a turnip. You know what I'm saying? They said, God grant me to surrender the things that can change and things I cannot change. You cannot change anyone. Like a lot of people, a lot of people are in toxic relationships because they're trying to change somebody. And it's weighing in on them. And you can't do that. And I thought I can do that. And a lot of us think that we can do that in these types of relationships. But if you, you know, once, it's like, I can't even explain it. Because it's kind of like hard to explain. I'm trying to find the words to say it. When you're in a bad mental space and you continue to have somebody positive in your life. To continue to keep telling you, you got this, you can do it. Don't worry about that. Da, 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 da. You know, they're giving you positive feedback, positive affirmations and things. Like that. And as you taking it in, but you're really not taking it in. But when you get to that point where you fed up and you tired, you know what I'm saying? Then everything that person has said to you or done for you resonates. And that's what gets, it's like a, it's like a, a starter. You know how you put a start on a car? You keep trying to start it, trying to start it, trying to start it, trying to start it, trying to start it. You done been out there for weeks and months trying to start that car. And finally, you put a spanking brand new start on there. You readjust some shit and then, hmm, it cranks up. And that's what happens with people when they get ready to, when they leave toxic relationships or when they they get to the point where they're fed up. They're finally started up. That, that inside voice, that, that strength that they didn't know that they had, the survival mode that, that, that they didn't know they had. 
starts up because of somebody in their life that was speaking positively on them. And they start thinking about those things and they start moving and doing an action. So if you're in a toxic relationship and you got somebody positive on your side, just, just take the time out to listen to them. Take the time out to listen to them. Take the time out to just be, be open. As somebody once said on this app, be vulnerable to the good things. Be vulnerable to the positive things. Be open, you know what I'm saying, to the positive things that can come. Because when you're in a closed-in space and you're in a toxic relationship, nothing you can, nothing someone else says or does can even change your mind. And sometimes people don't even know they're in a toxic relationship because they're blind to the fact. You know what I'm saying? I hate I missed my show this morning because I would have had people chiming in and talking in because people look for me at 10 a.m. now. <laughs> and then here I am. I come on at 2.30, almost 3 o'clock, trying to talk about toxic relationships. And it's like, uh, everybody's on going about their day. So my lesson was learned last night not to stay up too late because I have a job to do. And that's to keep my radio station alive, keep my voice alive, and... Tomorrow's topic is going to be about, you know, embarrassing children. Like, I've seen a couple of people, and that's a toxic. They can create a toxic relationship. Embarrassing your child on social media can create a toxic relationship. And I've seen a couple of parents embarrass their child on social media. They can create a toxic relationship. Uh, even kids being toxic. You know, even younger people be in toxic relationships. And I'm just here to tell you, if you're in a toxic relationship and you this person is beating on you or they doing stuff to you they, that you know ain't right and you feeling your heart ain't right, Try to ease up out of it. Take it one day at a time. Find you a peace. Find your spiritual peace. Once you find yourself and find a peace within yourself, certain things ain't going to apply to you. Like with my mother. Me and my mother ain't really been the best of friends. We ain't really had that mother-daughter relationship. And it's like now I'm old. It's kind of like, eh, hey, mom, you know, what's going on? And so we talk, but it's not like how a mother and daughter should be. And it's because she created a, toxic, a toxicity between us. And um, if you have, I'll, I'll, if you've been listening to my station, you'll know I talk about, you know, my childhood, my past, you know, how I was raped and things of that nature. So, and it creates a lot of toxins. It created a lot of toxins with me and my, between me and my parents and a couple of family members too. And I had to go into survival mode. Once I figured out who I was and I knew that shit went right, I went into survival mode and I found me a piece and my piece is talking on this radio. My piece is venting. Even if it's five people in the room, four people in the room, my piece is just venting and talking and getting this shit out. Even if it's two motherfuckers in here, me and somebody else, just talking and venting and getting this shit out, whether it get heard or not. This is my piece. This is like me journaling. I love to talk. I love to sing. My piece is doing things I love. So find your piece. Find something that you love to do. Once you find your peace, everything else will fall in place. If you believe in God, pray. If you believe in the universe, pray to whatever you believe in. You know, find that peace within your spirit. Spirit. I'm sorry. I get so tired. Find your peace within that spirit. Spirit. I can't even say it. <laughs> find your peace within your spirituality. Your spiritual side. Find your peace within that, you know, find your peace within your spirit in the spiritual realm that you may be in. Because when you in something toxic, it's hard that you can get tossed and turned every itch away. You know, you, you get doubtful, you get self-doubt, you get self-hate, you get less confident. Your confidence ain't built up. You, you know, it's a lot of, you get so you can sometimes become suicidal. That toxic shit will wear your ass out. It will weigh you down. 
and have you thinking the whole world against you when it's just these few people, this is one person. Get away from the toxins. Once you remove the toxins from your body, it's like you detoxing your body or you detoxing to become an alkaline diet or remove the mucus out your body. Once you remove those mucus membranes out of your soul, your mind, your body, your spirit, your life, there no longer can be attached to anything. Once you remove those toxins out of your life, no longer can be attached to anything. They no longer can feed off anything. People feed off stuff. People love to feel off negativity. People love to feel like feed off drama that isn't worth the time of day. You know, and anytime you're doing something positive, you always gonna get negative coming. You know, negative and positives. They don't always mix. They tell you that in what is it, science? Positive, negative, negative plus nothing for nothing leaves nothing. You gotta have something. So always remember, you know, always remember to 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 find that peaceful place. Find that peace. Find that peaceful place. Find that peaceful place. I find my peace in doing what I'm doing right now. This is my peace. I'm very peace. I enjoy. When I tell you I enjoy doing this, I enjoy talking on the radio. I enjoy talking on camera. I enjoy singing in my, my home studio. I enjoy it. I enjoy walking. This is my peace. When all else fails in life, walking, talking, that's my peace. Singing, those are my peace. I found joy in that. So if anybody, like I said, once again, anybody out here, hey, Jada, anybody out here that is in a toxic relationship, find your peace in something. Find it. It may not come right away. It may not come. You want to take your time and find your peace. Because when all else fails, ain't nothing worth your peace. Nothing. No relationship. No no fuckship. No situationship. No, no, no family. None of that stuff is worth, worth your inner peace. I always just say, find your peace. Whatever is going around, you find that bubble that keeps you sane. Because people can go crazy. And once people lose their nuggets, it's not a good thing. Because it means everybody around them is affected. So, that's what I got to say to people that are in toxic relationships. And I know, you know, we talked about the different toxic relationships that I've been in. But, um... I thank you guys for listening. Hey, Jada. Would you like to come up and say a few words about toxic relationships before I end the show? Uh, I went on. I, I was late. You know, I usually on in the morning. I was late. Okay. I was late this morning. I stayed up trying to resolve some issues between two people because they had a toxic relationship going on. And I ended up being late for my for my piece. So, Miss Ruby Jew. Hey, how are you? I'm I'm good. I'm so happy to be able to come up. Thank <laughs> you for coming early. up. Thank you for coming up. No, I just I always wanted to come up, but it's either I have a bad connection or I'm still with a patient or you know, still I just got done with my 9 to 5, you know. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Yes. I think your topic is really important right now. Really, really important. Yes, toxic relationships. So, I was just talking about um, some toxic relationships. One of the toxic relationships that I was in, the first time I ever experienced a man beating on me. And it was oh, no. terrible. And I had to find my peace. I had to find the strength and the peace to... I got tired. I had to find the strength and the peace to move on. I was taught better. I was raised better. I had people, with, you know talking positive in my ear and once I once I put those positive thoughts in the action I'm like you know what I don't need this I'm beautiful I'm smart I don't need this I uh-huh. had to leave that person it took a lot of strength 
But I removed that toxin out of my life. And ever since I moved that toxin out of my life, it got better and better. As years went on, that was in my early 20s. As years went on, my life got better and better and better and better. Even with my mom yes, and my dad and things of that nature, you know, just kind of distancing myself from toxic people, even with friendships. Toxic people, uh-huh. I have found my peace. This is my peace. Venting, talking on the radio, talking on camera, singing. These and are my peace. This is my peace. Good. You do Thank it you. good. Thank you. <laughs> you know, you know, your your confidence and your love for what you do oozes in everything that you say, in your personality. You can see it in your smile. You can see it in the tone of your voice. It's just you're you're a powerful woman. You know? Thank and, you. and what that toxic relationship did to you was just made you the person you are today. You know, the smart, the confident, the the love, the peace-loving person you are today, you know? That, that's what it did to you. It made you stronger. Thank you. As a person. It did. Yeah, definitely. It really- I, I, can't take, I, can't t- I can't talk much about toxic relationships because in my whole adulthood, I only have two relationships. <laughs> One, I can't even call a relationship because it was a relationship in the Middle East, which pretty much a non-existent relation- relationship. You know, and then when I came here in the States back in 2005, I only, you know, have a relationship with my husband. That's it. <laughs> oh, so. Um, so you've only had like two relationships in your life. I get it. Yeah. Yes. I was a late bloomer. You know, my, my, my main focus when I was growing up is to finish my studies, go mm-hmm. to college, go to, you know, get a good job, get out of the Philippines, you know, and, um, go abroad and um, earn money for my, my, my family and help them out. You know, I never really had any relationship before I was in my 20, you know, I, I think, when did I have, I met Dan, my first boyfriend in Saudi Arabia when I was there, when I was 24. But it was like, the relationship was pretty much like, I love you and hold hands secretly, you know, in, in discreetly. That's it. But never really anything physical before, you know, I before I met my husband here in the States. So I was I was I was already in my thirties when I had my first experience with a man <laughs> and pretty much that's my husband, you know, and you know, we're we're doing pretty good right now. We're we just celebrated our ten years anniversary. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we're about to celebrate our Catholic marriage on, the, on April 19th. And uh, we, um, we've we been together for almost 13 years. And, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not all goody-goody, you know, relationship. We have had our ups and downs. You know, we have had shouting matches. We have had, um, you know, we have had... Um, um, experiences of you know almost walking out on each other mm-hmm. and giving up but by the end of the day you know I mean you have a choice and I choose to stay and stick with him and you know I don't think I'm gonna be able to change who he is I love right. him for who he is now and he loves me as long as he knows the boundaries you know I said you, you know, I mean, you can shout at me if you're frustrated. I can take that. I don't care. You shout at me. But you do not touch me and beat on me. Because that will be the, you know, that will be it. 
you know, I, I mean, I don't believe in divorce. I'm, you know, I'm being raised in the Philippines where we're to stick with our husbands yeah. no matter what. But I told him, nope, no beating. No, if you lay your finger on me, that's it. That's it. That's a wrap. That's it. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tolerate that, you know? I mean, that's the straw that will break the camel's back. That's it for me. It's always but that you know straw that it give you a piece of straw. It's gonna break the camel back. I don't think you know. I don't think men should ever put a hand on a woman. I don't think that should ever occur. But it's a lot of women out here that are in domestic situations. I seen a video the other day on Facebook, and this lady. I mean, her face was freaking swollen beyond like recognition. The guy had like busted her eye like open, and she was just. Oh my god! Oh my god! No. Her face, you couldn't even recognize who she was. That's how big her face was. Like it was swollen, no. like out, like really swollen. If, like. If, if it ever comes to that point for me, Ruby, I think if that ever happens to me, God forbid me, I will be in jail. I'll be killing him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know you'll I'm be. I'm so on. sorry. I I will never tolerate any. No, I will never tolerate any man to beat on me. You know, I mean, just. Because, you know, I you don't have no right to touch me like that. You know, even if my my, my husband was, you know, short tempered before. You know, mm -hmm. he would he would you know when, when he was when he's mad and he's you know, he's um he's showing it he shoves me. You know, he shoves me, you know, instead of saying excuse me, he would show me. I was like, do that one more time and See what you get, and I, I, I say it like I look at him straight in the eye, and I would, you know, I, I feel like I have fangs coming out of my mouth, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and horns coming out of my head, and I'm like, you do that to me one more time, show me again, and let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. <laughs> see, that's and why you have to never did it. Yep, never did it to me again. You have to stay around for real. You have to show yeah. these men yeah. like. I don't understand the, the thing about me and beating on women. I really don't get it. No. Oh, my God. And you know what? In my family's experience, my aunt is here in Virginia. She just got divorced from my uncle, mm -hmm. who I did not know was beating her for the longest time. Wow. She went, yeah. Yes, yes, ma'am. Uh, I, I said, God forbid me if I see that jerk again, I would kick him in his balls so bad he's going to call his mom. <laughs> put him back in his womb. Put him, put him back in her womb because I would beat the hell out of him. You know, this man is verbally abusive, was verbally abusive. Physically abusive to her and emotionally abusive to my aunt. My aunt is just the sweetest thing you can ever meet. You know, loving person, you know, and for the longest time, because he earns so much, he took out on her that she doesn't do anything for the family because she's just a plain housewife. But that was their choice, you know. They mm -hmm. chose that. It's not like she chose it you know it was for the family so you know she 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 got up and got herself a job you know she works she works at frb right now and she makes really good money she's really very intelligent 
And when she sent money to the Philippines for my uncle who was in prison in the Middle East, she sent $2,000 to bail him out. He beat her up so bad he dragged her by her hair and put her in their closet and beat the hell out of her head. Wow. Yeah. That is unbelievable. And this is because she sent money to her brother to help him out. So, mind you, this brother that she bailed out helped them take care of their two girls for two years without pay. He became the next of this two of their two girls while he was here in the States and they were in Thailand. So why? I mean why? If that were your brother, you would probably do it too. But I mean why would you beat up on her like that? For you know, for for, for a family member. I mean I don't understand. This sounds like jealousy, rage, controlment, um, yeah. all kind of things. This sounds like insecurities. Sounds like he's a narcissist. Um, I'm glad she got away from that situation and she found her peace and she was yeah. able to divorce him and get the strength enough to leave. Because sometimes yeah. victims, they don't have the strength to leave because that that abuser has put in their head that they all they got and you'll never find them out like me. That abuser has mentally put so much damage in their head that they don't have the strength to leave. And I'm glad that they, she found the strength to leave. They brainwashed their victims yep. that you're nothing without me, you know? Yep. So she found that she finally found her strength to stand up. And you know what? She ended, she even ended up giving him $50,000 out of their house. Out of their house because they live in Virginia. So I don't know how this happened, but you know, with assets being divided and stuff, she owed him fifty thousand dollars for the house. And mind you, this this uncle that I have, you know, this ex uncle I have, has millions of dollars in his bank account. Wow. And, you know, yeah. And I told my my aunt, you know what? If that's what he wants, give him what he wants. You will earn that in a year. And she ended up, you know, um, refinancing the house and got $50,000 back and paid him. And then, you know, divided all of their um, furniture and stuff in the house. He wanted to even take her house plants that he didn't even water once. That's how greedy this motherfucker is. <laughs> he was so just being he was word, he was being <laughs> spicy. I mean spiteful, I mean. Very spiteful. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's I'm I'm glad she's she's out of that that's the toxic relationship. Almost, you know. I'm glad she's out of that. That's crazy. I'm glad I'm glad she left too. I'm glad that she didn't stay in that toxic relationship. I'm glad it's over. I'm happy that she moved on. Uh-huh. I am, I'm glad, too. I'm glad. You know, she's she's a strong person. You know, we all thought that she wouldn't be able to out, but she did. You know, she's she's stronger than we thought. Well, don't kill you. It does make you stronger. And that yes, is ma'am. a fact. That is a true That's fact. Right. What don't kill you makes you stronger. Stronger. 
So, um, I thank you for tuning in. I'm going to end this broadcast. Thank you so much. You're welcome. No problem. I thank you. I feel so blessed being able to talk to Miss Ruby, too. With a celebrity, girl. Oh, my goodness. Don't do that. (laughs) You're making me blush. Oh, my God. No, oh my God, you know, oh my God, you're one of the most famous personalities here in Station Head, and, you know, being able to talk to you all, I feel like, oh my God, I have a, you know, I, I have a, uh, I have a moment here, I'm having a moment here, you know? Oh, wow, thank you so much, I'm so <laughs> humble and grateful for every, each and every last person that listens oh, to me, I thank you. You just don't know how I admire you all. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for stopping by and tuning in and giving your input. I really, 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 really appreciate that. Yes, man. I really do. Know that I love you. I love you too. Yes, I love you too. Yes, Thank you. I'm gonna um. So when is the? Can you drop your show for the people, or when is your next show is gonna be? show will be on friday at 6 p.m we're going to be back on our normal time um 6 p.m eastern time bedside manners with jada and i uh, am discussing asthma and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease this week okay okay that sounds that sounds good i like your show because it's very it's like it's very um informative about the medical side and you know health and things of that nature and I definitely need that Uh in my life (laughs) yes ma'am a lot a lot of stuff that you know that we we can do at home that doctors don't tell us that we can Mm -hmm. so yeah pretty much that is up you know and just just opening the eyes of what these diseases are and how to handle them that's 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 my uh my my main point you know it's not. It's not some. It's, it's not the end of the world having these diseases. We can still manage it. You know, even yeah. if it's irreversible, even if it's um, end stage. You know. Yeah. Yes, that's ma'am. true. That's true. Well, once again, I want to thank you. Want to thank you. You're welcome. No problem. No problem. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming up. You enjoy the rest of your day, Miss Jada. You too, Miss Ruby. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Well, bye-bye. bye-bye. That was the end of the show. Thank you guys for all tuning in. Remember, remember, like I always say, always tell the truth, even when no one is listening, because somebody hear your ass. Life is too short, so have fun some of the time. We're going to end with Miss Angela Davis, Mad Finish Line. It's a beautiful song, and it goes right along with the topic of toxic relationships and finding your peace and letting go and just being... um and just being a better person for you, yourself, for the people around you, the positive people around you that loves you and care about you, and just being a better you for the for the betterment of the world and the universe, I guess, so to speak. So, once again, we're going to end this with Miss Angela Davis. Um, I wanted to give a positive um, congratulations to all the African-American young black females that I have seen on my timeline they have millions and millions of dollars in scholarships. I'm so proud of you guys. You go for you go to college, you become these doctors and lawyers and these things in our community that we need to make a difference in our community for the minorities. 
And for the people that are minute, that don't mean stuff, nothing to society, we want to be the ones that make the difference and be the meaning. So once again, thank you for tuning in to Ruby Jew Radio. You can catch me each and every morning, Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. This morning, I messed up, but guess what? Uh, that is just a beautiful mistake. We'll learn, okay? All right, so we're going to end this show with Miss Angela Davis made it to the finish line. You guys, make sure you guys follow me on IG at Ruby Jew Radio. Um, you can follow my artist IG at RubyJew underscore A8. That's R-U-B-Y-J-U-U underscore A8. And R-U-B-Y-J-U-U R-A-D-I-O. RubyJew Radio and RubyJew underscore 88. Thank you for tuning in once again. And we are out. Struggles and all.
to the finish line.